The Bad Batch gets a breakdown, we sit through Magic the Gathering the Musical, and superhero news galore. All this and more on Geekly Bi-Weekly. Hi! Wow! <laughs> Welcome back to uh, another this this week's... Wow, that was weird. Uh, hey! Hi! <laughs> hey. We're Geekly Bi-Weekly. We we're, are. Uh, we're here. We're, we're right inside your ear holes right now because uh, you wanted to listen to us. Your ear holes, your car speakers, wherever you decide. Your your earthas, if you will. Um, <laughs> wow, that was terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so uh, I'm, we're, ju- we're just going to start this one off. Um, I don't know how you felt about it. I'm just going to say it. Magic the Gathering, the musical was awful. Yeah, it was not what I wanted it to be. Um, I sat through about half of it, maybe a little more than. And, like, it was a watch. Uh, yeah. I'm, I so want, so badly wanted to be, like, you know, clever. Yeah, it, it, wasn't. it wasn't. It just was very disappointing. And um, I don't know. Like, none of the songs really caught my attention. Uh, it, it did kind of give a breakdown on how to play magic, but like, yeah, yeah. It, guys, don't, don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, okay, so like before we, before I started watching it or before I went to watch it, I went to look at the comments and I was like, oh, let's see what people are saying about it. And they're like, oh my God, I would have enjoyed it more if there wasn't so much cussing. I was like, listen, you pansies. I don't think there can be too much cussing. There was quite a lot of cussing. There was in this. so much cussing. To the point that I was just like, this is just oh boy. Yeah, it just wasn't enjoyable. It wasn't clever enough. You could tell that they were obviously kind of masking that I don't know, lack of ideas or cleverness in order to just like, all right, throw throw out some cussing, throw out some some just crude humor. <laughs> Sad but true. Yeah, um, it just and it wasn't even like clever, crude humor. It no. was just like they they had to make one of the dolls because it was puppets. By the way, it wasn't even like live humans. It was puppets. Yes, um, which I thought would make it even they, better. And like the puppets, whoof, were a little rough. You know what it felt like? It felt like they were trying to do um, Avenue Q, but they had no idea what they were doing. Yeah, I get that. It's it's very like Avenue Q meets Happy Time Murders meets Disappointment. Meets Happy Time Murders? What's that? Oh, you don't remember Happy Time Murders? It came out a couple years ago. It was Melissa McCarthy. Um, And it was... Oh, where like someone's going around and like murdering all these puppets, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like yeah, the puppet detective and he... And Melissa McCarthy team up to try to find the puppet murderer. It's an entertaining movie. Um, I saw it in the theaters and was like, yeah, that was a movie. It was, it was funny. Uh, <laughs> and then I watched it again like a couple months ago. And I was like, this is a little bit better than I remember it being. It's still not great, but like it's fun. Um, yeah. I'm- yeah. Maybe I'll watch that one. I know that there's a couple <laughs> movies that I do have to watch in that was on the list of something to watch. Um, one of the movies that I have, do have to watch out, we're bringing up later, but uh, yeah, Magic the Gathering the Musical was certainly a thing that we spent time watching this past two weeks. We did it. We, 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 we promised you last episode we would watch this, and we tried. And just so you guys know, we do love you, because if we didn't, we would not have put up with no. any of that nonsense. I would have turned it off very quickly. Yeah, it was... So I think maybe next month, once we gain more followers on whatever social media we're on, um, which is Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, but we don't really use the Facebook as much, um, we should have a viewing party, like stream it somewhere, and we all have to sit through it so you guys can understand why we feel this pain. Yeah, why I have a pain in my heart and maybe a problem or two. Maybe you should get that looked at. I don't... That sounds dangerous. Oh, but why? They're just going to give me a large medical bill and some ibuprofen and send me on my way. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, and I hate that. 
<laughs> um, listen, let's 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 leave Magic the Gathering the musical behind and move into um, much more interesting subjects. Yes. Uh, one of which is the Bad Batch, which was so much fun. Um, I'm really excited to see where the rest of these episodes take us because already so much has happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if we if there's information on that yet, but is it going to be just one season or are we thinking that it's going to be a multi-season thing? I have a feeling it's going to be more of a multi-season thing, but I don't believe that they have actually confirmed whether or not they're doing multiple seasons. Yeah, I don't think it's been confirmed yet either. I don't know, depending on how it ends, who knows? Yeah, according to fan cited, it hasn't been confirmed. And there's 16 episodes in season one. We currently have three of them. Oh, geez, there's 16 episodes? Yeah, there are 16 episodes, but yeah, there's no confirmation that a second season is going to come out yet. Not yet, at least. I mean, we know Disney and their um, their ability to uh, squeeze the shit out of a dead horse. Well, and so, when you take okay. a look at the, the additional content, too, like Clone Wars had seven seasons, Rebels had four seasons, so it would be pretty on par with them to at least do a season or two. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying, but like at the same time, this is all taking place. By the way, we're going to start getting into spoiler territory now. Um this is taking place, the, the first episode begins, like, basically right at the beginning of uh, Order 66. Yes. Which I thought that um, was really cool that they included that. Yeah, that was very good to see. Um, it breaks my heart every time, but, like, I get it. Uh, actually, I saw this video on YouTube where, like, they synced it up to everything that was going on. Oh. So, like, yeah, it was, it was actually kind of cool to see, like, everything going on all at once. But at the same time, I was like, cool, this hurts. I love this. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like I was saying, they they set it up so that it's happening right after Order 66. And there's, I don't know where they can go with it is the problem. Yeah. Because the Bad Batch can't last that long, I want to say. Because there was, I mean, I know that they can go and retcon things and like throw little things in there where they weren't originally. Mm Mm-hmm. But if they, like, keep it going, we have the potential of getting into original trilogy territory, which is, I don't know. I don't I don't know where they could go with it, but, I mean, just like the old American saying goes, in Dave Filoni, we trust. <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, he's the best. You're not wrong. Uh, I, I don't know exactly where they're going to go with it. Um, you, you bring up a good point of, like, with it being so soon to you know kind of spilling over into the original trilogy it might get a little muddy um and like how do they want to try to merge the two together do they want you know it'll really depend on kind of what happens in these following episodes too because i really don't know where they're gonna go like yeah um and things seem to be really really open-ended already which is which is cool well i think that instead of worrying about where they're going to go i think we should discuss where they have gone so far in these past three episodes um sure um so they the first episode is really kind of introducing all the players everything well not Um, so much uh introducing but i guess reintroducing the player because we did see them uh what two three times in the original clone war series we got uh the mm-hmm. five main Bad Batch characters, which is uh, Hunter, Wrecker, Tech, Echo, and Crosshair. I like the dynamic between all the players. Um, and then as well, there's also Omega, who she comes in in the second... Or no, she's in the first episode. What yeah, she was in the first episode. I'm losing my goddamn mind. Um, it's all right. So, yeah, she is now a part of the team as well. Um, they lost Crosshair to General Tarkin, um, Omega and the guys, the Bad Batch, end up meeting with a friend of theirs, Deserter, who is another clone, who he deserted. Um, Mm, Yeah, (laughs) plain and simple. And uh, they were assisting him in getting out of the planet he was on, along with his companion, and some children 
They were initially going to get rid of Omega, but now she's still part of the team because she is a bad bitch. Uh, bad bitch with a bad batch. Yes, sirree. Uh, <laughs> All right, now hold on. Just just before we go on to a little more, um, a little backstory, a little um, a little bit of a uh, you know filler. Um, Order sixty six was something that the uh, the clones were given. It was an order that they were given to uh, kill all the Jedi because they had uh-huh. like apparently betrayed or whatever or propaganda they were pumping into their brains. But the reason that Crosshair left them. Uh, is because all of the clones, when they were made, had an inhibitor chip put into their brain so that once Order 66 is uh, activated, is executed, they cannot fight. They have to do exactly what they were supposed to do, with mm-hmm. a lot of them saying, good soldiers follow orders. Yes. A Crosshair's chip was, I think, the only one in the, uh, in the Bad Batch, or in the team's um, uh, head, that, actually worked yes um the rest of them they didn't they didn't follow their orders like they were quote-unquote supposed to um to the point that they ended up uh i guess really betraying what they were supposed to be doing and uh leaving running from the uh the the new galactic empire as they say Uh um so that's why we like like crosshair it wasn't just like hmm don't like you guys anymore. He was doing what he was supposed to do. And then, uh, he was following orders. Yeah. Because good soldiers follow orders. Looking at you fives. I'm sorry. You didn't deserve to die that way. (laughs) Oh boy. Um, crosshair though is, Oh boy. I want to say the French call would call him a piece of shit. So yeah, he's uh he's just he's he's working with Tarkin now and he even killed one of his own people. He's like a commander now with the Empire um shot wrecker. Yeah. But you know, as Omega says, she's like, Well, he really can't help it because it's just the inhibitor chip and it's doing as it's supposed to. Yeah. But he's he is kind of brainwashed and this idea that okay, well, we've, we've good soldiers follow orders, um, but yeah, the other guys are trying to, I think, find a way to get Crosshair back, but also recognize that like they might not. Uh, I thought it was kind of touching when they found his weapons and they were like, oh. You know, I miss him. <laughs> Listen, I love the trope of like the big guy of the group being the softy. Yeah. Uh, because I am the big guy of the group and I am the biggest softy. So I recognize it and I get it. Like it's yeah. it's relatable. That being said, I'm really excited to see where they're going to go with this because they finally mm-hmm. gave uh, Omega, or as she calls herself, Omega. Omega, um, yes. A, uh, because she's got this cute little accent. I love her. Um, they finally give her her own bunk and everything and mm-hmm. like she's part of the group part of the group now you know yeah well and especially after the the first kind of three episodes being very much of a well she's a kid so we gotta protect her and we've got to save her and the fact that she's like no I'm a part of the team yeah. um, when they said well it's gonna be dangerous and she responds like but I'm part of the crew right and it's like yeah you know let her let her do what she wants to do I think it's really it's really cute and yeah she's looking to pull her own weight and i love that for her yeah like it's it's really a fully fleshed out character and that that's something that i think they've been doing a really good job with in the star wars yeah series. absolutely they have been so yeah um i'm excited to see exactly where it's gonna go it again it seems like every episode it's vastly different from the one before um but you know keeping along the same general storyline and uh yeah there, there's a lot that can happen there is a lot that can happen because it's next a, 13 oh christ it is 13 episodes it's, it's it's such a big expanded universe for when it comes to star wars that yeah. you can run into anyone at this point i'm not even sure is he should be alive still i can't remember if he died in the clone wars but cad bane the uh the blue bounty hunter mm. guy with the big witch hat that he would wear yeah. Um, God, he was a he was actually a really good character, and hearing him talk just ooh, shiver me timbers. Um, 
<laughs> wow, did I just say that? Matt, can you? Oh, that's staying in. Keep it in, Matt. Can, <laughs> Matt, you decide whether that one's staying in. Also, hello, Matt. We love you. How are you, friend? Better than yesterday, but not as good as tomorrow. Um, we miss you. We miss you very much. Aww. So anyways, as they were, uh, right before they gave, or not right before, but the, the events that were leading up to... Um, Omega getting her own bunk was they were they're traveling right now the the bad mm-hmm. batch the, the entire team they're traveling and they're trying to I don't know get as much distance between them and the empire as possible because they know that crosser is going to be coming for them yep. they ended up landing on a old moon not even landing they crash landed on a moon because mm-hmm. their shit kind of got rocked when they were getting shot as they were escaping uh they ended up on a moon uh, broken down mostly and um, having to replace one of the, uh, the oh, there's a hair in my mouth, having to replace one of the um, <laughs> power couplers. I don't know. Some, yeah. It was like a power coupler or, you know, some important part of their ship that was damaged. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it ended up being stolen off of the ship by not even a native, but like a, a, a creature that was native to that moon that they were on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually when I guess Omega really became part of the group because she decided to join Hunter in uh, going and finding the creature that took it and, you know, getting it back. But uh, mm-hmm. shit happens because, you know, it's a TV show. And it's they had happen. to, he ends up getting his uh, his respirator knocked off because where they're currently on, they can't breathe the air. So they have to wear, you know, respirators, mm-hmm. make sure that they can survive. Uh, his ends up getting knocked off. He gets knocked out and almost dies. Um, to which point Omega takes his flashlight and his gun and goes and hunts the thing on her own. Mm-hmm. And ends up being successful all while Hunter is knocked out on the ground. He's like sleeping. He's sleeping on the job. Mm-hmm. He's sleeping oh, yeah, on the job. Yeah, sleeping. Really. That, that's what he's doing. That's, he, <laughs> Not that he, he said, can't um, breathe. <laughs> no, he said, I am like, tired. And then went to sleep. So tired. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Omega really is proving herself. But my question is, who is she? Yeah, I don't know. They they mentioned that she was essentially another part. I, I don't know if she's a clone. I don't know how she ended up. Um, she is a clone. She was a special made clone. She's like one yeah. of the uh, one of the, the, the crew. So like why was she made? Are there more of her? Um Oh no, there's I hope there's not more of her. Yeah, like that why is it just one then? If she's a clone, like, you know, I don't know. Well, I feel like, or not, I feel like she's a one-off just like the the rest of the crew is, um, which means that she's got some kind of special ability. Yes, but we don't know what it is yet. It we don't know what it is yet, no. So, yeah, it'll be, it'll be really interesting to see how they develop her character and how they continue developing it. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's, it's been a really fun show. I feel like... With the three episodes, it's been a good uh, opener. Yeah, no, I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm very excited. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Star Wars nerd. This is good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so the more that I can get from them, the better. Unless it's... Um, God, I, I guess really any of the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Besides The Force Awakens. We're not going to get into that again. I already yelled about that on this podcast. <laughs> um, God, I wanted to like it so bad. Um, it just, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't where it should have been. But speaking of things that were what they should have been, uh, yeah, that works. Um, <laughs> we're moving on to the next animated show that we, uh, we decided we were going to talk about. Yes. Uh, Invincible. Which, holy shit, Yeah, that show. Alright, just so you guys know, this is the, when we go into this one, this is going to be big spoiler territory because we watched the entire series. Yes, um, big spoilers. Um, if you haven't seen it, stop, go watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. Eight episodes, about an hour each, right? Yeah, 44 minutes each. Yeah. So, definitely worth the watch. Um... Holy shit, that show. The first episode, 
that ending. Oh my God, right? Like, just the fact he went ape shit and murdered everyone. Just- everyone was gone. It was so bad. Okay, so like before we get into it, I think we need to introduce like who the characters are. <laughs> who the characters are. So yeah. we're not just we're not just like saying, oh yeah, and he did this and he did that. Yeah. So okay. um so, for those of the uh, those of you that are fans of The Walking Dead, uh Steven Ewan is the main character, Mark. Uh-huh. Steven Ewan also played um Greg? No. Glenn on yes. The Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, you've got Sandra O, oh, J.K. Simmons, Zazie Beetz, who played um, Domino in the Deadpool movies. Jillian mm-hmm. uh, Jacobs, Mark Hamill, um, Jason Manzoukas. Manzoukas? Manzoukas, yeah. Yeah. Um, Gray Griffin, who was, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, Azula from mm-hmm. uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. You've got Walter Goggins, Zachary Quinto, Clancy Brown. Fucking Clancy Brown is in this show, dude. Yep. Zachary Quinto. For those of you that don't know, Clancy Brown is um, Mr. Krabs. Yes. Yeah, Zachary Quinto, um, Mahershala Ali is in it, John Hamm, Seth Rogen. My fucking, I love him so much. Yes. May Whitman. Like, you've got such an (laughs) all-star cast. Yeah. Ezra Miller is in there. I know that we're talking over each other with this one, so good luck listening to this. Um, <laughs> Ezra Miller, Justin Roiland. Like, you've got... Oh, yeah, you just mentioned Mae Whitman, and I just saw that she is there. Um, okay, but anyways, the main people in the show are uh, Mark, Debbie, who is played by Sandra O. Oh, Debbie is Mark's mom. Mm-hmm. And Nolan, who is J.K. Simmons, who is uh, Mark's dad. Yes. J.K. Simmons also played J. Jonah Jameson. Um, Tenzin in uh, the Legend of Korra. Like, yes, he's he's in everything. In everything he does. Um, yeah, he's been commi- he was Commissioner Gordon in the Snyder Justice, Justice League. League. Yeah, um, yeah. He he's in everything, and I I love J.K. Simmons so much. Um, I love him so much, but he's such a piece of shit in this show. Such a piece. Of shit. Oh my god. Um, yeah, so the, the show is following Mark and his newly discovered superpowers uh, that he inherited from his father, uh, also known as Omni-Man. And it's kind of him coming into the superhero scene. There's... Yeah, and just kind of coming to terms with the reality of his responsibility and how how do you be a superhero? How do you uh what's what's the right thing to do? Uh and kind of training with his dad who really wants him to take this seriously. Only to discover that his dad is a huge piece of shit who wants to annihilate the entire fucking planet. Uh, so bad. And that's, that's, you know, like saying that is just jumping so far into the story. It, and it you're not wrong. It's just so good what leads up to it. Um, yeah. At the end of the first episode, there's the, uh, there's uh, okay, so at the beginning of the first episode, I guess. Mm-hmm. God, this one's going to be all over the place. At the beginning of the first episode, <laughs> there so, is a group of people called Guardians of the Globe. Yes. And they are basically the Avengers slash Justice League for Earth, right? And they work alongside Omni-Man, who is basically the Superman of the the series. Like, this dude is, like, ridiculously powerful, can't be stopped kind of thing. Um, And so, like, they're working to save the president at the beginning of the episode, and then the episode goes on and shows that Mark gets his powers, and... Uh, Nolan, Omni-Man, J.K. Simmons, I'm just going to say all the names, Um, (laughs) like, isn't too stoked that he got his powers. No. Because he's a little bit worried. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he's like, cool, my kids got powers just like I do. Um, And the way that he finds out that he has powers, Mark finds out that he has powers, is he is taking out the trash at his work. And he's, like, struggling to lift one of the trash bags up because that thing looks stupid heavy. And he throws it, like, he barely gets it into the trash. And then he goes for the other one, and he goes to lift it, 
and just fucking launches it. Like it's it's launches gone like it into the stratosphere. Into space. <laughs> it is over for that thing, right? Um and we'll touch back on that in a minute. Yes. But uh by the end of the episode, J.K. Simmons, Nolan, or Omni-Man, whichever one you want to talk to him about, or not talk to him, call him, um, he sends out a call for the Guardians of the Globe to go to, like, their main base. Mm-hmm. And everyone gets there, and they're like, what the hell's going on? Like, Who we called don't know. us? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then... Like, Omni-Man shows up out of nowhere and tries to punch one of the characters in the face. Like, like flies at him trying to punch him in the face. Yep. Um, and gets pushed out of the way by another one of the characters. So, like, all the characters are like, um, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Omni-Man just fucking eviscerates all these people. All of them. In a brutal, brutal fight. Like, you think you've seen, like like, fucked up animation? Like, this is... On the this is bordering on happy tree friends territory. Yes, um, and especially Be- with the beginning of the episode, there is not a whole lot. Like there's there's a little bit of fighting, and you know they they take down the bad guy. This it just gives you all the violence. So much of it, it's <laughs> so ridiculous. Much. Yeah, like at one point he, oh god, what does he do? He throws the dead body of one of the uh, one of the other superheroes at another character and she catches him right she mm-hmm. catches the body and like looks down and is like oh my god and then looks up and omni man is flying at her like 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 look at your hand right now mm-hmm. now like point all the fingers in one direction flying at her with his hand out like that and puts it through her fucking face through her face <laughs> straight through her face to the point that like her skull is over like, like like in his on his forearm yeah and then like throws her body or not even throws her body like another a character that's there uh goes and like starts shooting water at him because it's like the aquaman character but there's also a fish mm-hmm. um <laughs> and he keeps his hand inside her skull and then puts his other hand like on her like back or her chest or something like that and turns her around and uses her body as a shield to stop the water from hitting him yep and then i think he like launches her at the fish yeah it's so much there's even one point where there was a batman like uh, type character like throws like quote-unquote batterings at him right to distract him real quick Uh and then drops down from or drops down onto him from the ceiling uh, Omni-Man realizes this is happening and in a really quick move as the dude is dropping down on him grabs him by the foot like by the ankle <laughs> and then swings him around Hulk style like smashes his head in on the ground yep. I'm telling you the last five minutes of this episode are some of the most brutal things that I've seen on television in a long time and this is coming from someone that loves that show The Boys yeah no it, it really it the closest thing that it is is to the boys, and it makes the boys look like it's pretty tame in some parts. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely remember just kind of being a little shell shocked when when the scene ended. I was just like, "What happened?" Yeah, there was just so much that happened in this, in just that one five minute scene, and it really. I think that's what really reeled me into the series. Yeah. I was like, why did he do all this? What was the point of that? J.K. Simmons, I need answers. And oh boy, the answers that we got. So um, good. Yeah. So then episode two opens up. <laughs> I love this part. Episode two opens up. You remember how I mentioned earlier that um, Mark accidentally launched a trash bag into space? Mm-hmm. Well... Episode two opens up with this family over in Britain and they're like looking at the castle and talking about how uh, basically fuck the queen kind of thing. Yeah. Which um, not wrong. And they're not wrong at all. And they he are looking at the castle and shit and some dude like pushes his dad out of the way and gets covered in trash. Like mm-hmm. like uh, like a literal bag of trash. And I was I remember watching it at the point and I was like, 
what the fuck? Where did, that well, had nothing to do with anything. I don't know why they brought that up. And then halfway through the episode, I was like, oh my God, that was the bag of trash that Mark launched. Yeah. I didn't realize that until like halfway through the episode. I was like, Jesus, why would, that's, not only is that clever, because this dude is in like fucking East Coast, but he launched it all the way to Britain. Uh, and then they said, fuck the queen, and then dropped trash on the people. Yeah. Um this show is is clever and it's heartfelt because he ends up falling in love with some uh, another student at the oh by the way this kid Mark is only in high school yes um he ends up falling in love with another one of the students there but can't tell her his secret identity mm-hmm. and yeah, he keeps like creates, screwing up yeah that creates a whole uh turn of events that ends up being really difficult for him to kind of come to terms with. And like, do you, do you tell people about your secret identity or do you leave it a secret or, you know, um, he ends up getting together with a group of other teenage aged, uh, superheroes or young adults, the teen team. Yeah. The teen team. Yeah. Um, in, I want to say it's episode three or four, they start getting the new guardians. Um, and so it's training the new guardians of the globe from all of these, uh, the previous superheroes that were around from the teen team and other newer superheroes that come in, um, including monster girl, there's black Samson, uh, Rexplode. Yeah, Shrinking Ray, Duplicate. I love that name. (laughs) And then it's uh, run by Robot, or Rudolph Rudy Connors. Who is actually uh, played by Zachary Quinto. I love him very much. Mm -hmm. Uh, And his whole storyline was wacky, too. Yeah. It's such a good show. Yeah. the finale. There's so many varying storylines going on all at once that at yeah. first you're like, this is hard to keep up with, but it really ties everything together really well at the end. Well, and something that I'm really excited for is that they have already announced it has been renewed for at least two more seasons. So uh, that is already confirmed. We will have at least three seasons of the show. And then the creator has said that he has enough content to create at least 10 seasons um, just with his comic and what he he wants to see. So like this, we're going to get more and I'm super excited for it because that finale left it so open-ended and so just, it was, oh, so much happened. It really did leave it open-ended to the point that it's like, like, like I like because I know that I said that it it ties things up, but it ties things up in a way that you Sets see up all the different storylines that weren't quite finished. Like they they faced off against some random dude that like had magma power, not even magma powers. He he was able to create earthquakes with these gauntlets that he was wearing, right? Yes, and we thought that he died. But he ends up in some lava and, like, making these rock lava monsters. So we know that he's going to come back. Yep. And then also the agency that, like, Invincible works for, um, they are doing some real fucky shit. Yep. Uh, so we know that they're going to be coming back and going to end up being an issue. But we need to talk about, like, what happened near the end of the series. Or, yep. sorry, season. Um, J.K. Simmons' character, uh, Omni-Man... And Mark or Stephen Ewan's character, Mark or Invincible, uh, they end up discussing what's really going on and why he killed the Guardians of the Globe. Yes, because Mark, from his understanding, was told by Nolan, his dad, like, oh, well, I'm from this other planet, Viltrum, and I was sent here to, you know, just kind of get everything in order and, um, you know, make sure that the planet was ready for Viltrum to kind of take over to a point. Not telling him that the way that you do that is by, by killing everybody. Um, and that 
he will live for millennia and that, you know, he, Nolan has viewed like Debbie as just being a pet. Uh, yes. Which that's fucked up. <laughs> which he straight up tells him that he was like, yeah, your mom, she's more of a pet to me. Yeah. She's just kind of something to pass the time. But I mean, I'm going to live for ages. So I, I don't really care. Uh, had you not had your powers, I wouldn't have cared about you either. I would have viewed you the same way. Like, yeah. Oh. And he explains to him that like the 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 Viltrum, the Viltrumites, yeah, they they don't age as fast as everyone else does. As they get older, they start to age slower. In fact, yeah. Um. So, Stephen, you or Mark's like. Uh, you you got to tell me that you're kidding because this is all pretty fucked up and like mm-hmm. how could you do this to us and so they have this huge huge fight that ends up killing us like so many people and it, it yeah. watching the whole thing it really really made me sad because you so badly wanted or you could see that Mark's character so badly wanted his dad to be like please tell me you're kidding please tell me that this isn't actually happening I want you to be the good guy that you've been you know, said that you were the entire time. Um, And so obviously because Omni-Man has years more experience on his own son, he ends up beating him within an inch of his life. Yes. And there was one point where he's yelling at him and he's like, think Mark, like none of these people are going to matter. Like the, they are just a, Speck in what is going to be the entirety of your life. Yep. Uh, when all these people are dead, and he literally says, when all these people are dead, what are you going to have? There's nothing, there will be nothing left. What will you have? And oh. like through the sputtering, like the, the, yeah, the blood that was filling his mouth and the broken teeth, he looks at his dad and he goes, I'd have you, you dad. dad. I, I will have, have you. you. And I, I oh, swear to God, like God. that whole scene where they were fighting and stuff, I was already sad inside because I was like, this feels so bad. Like it's so hard to watch. Yeah. And then he said that line and I was within an instant, I was crying. I was like, this is it. Yeah. This is over for me. And no. I think really oh, that me. was the best scene in the entire series. I'd agree. Um, it just, it broke me. Uh, it's just, yeah, having complicated parental relationships is something that, like, I, I know I have experience with. So seeing that scene and just being like, oh my god, like, all he wants is just his dad to be this good guy. And just, like, he got beat to shit. And still, like, the person he'd have is his dad. He'd have his dad by his side and just, like, oh... Yeah, it was it was really really rough to watch, but they did such a good job of delivering those lines yeah. and making you feel it, you know? Oh, it it hit hard. Like every every emotional scene in that show, like it really had so much nuance and for an animated show, like it was incredible. Like I just yeah, I I don't have enough good things to say about it. Like there there's I, rather I could say way more good things about the show. Um and I just yeah, I can't wait to see how Mars is going to interact cuz as well they do this whole thing where they go to Mars. Uh Yeah, that, I forgot about that. What's going to happen with the Martians? Um are they going to come back? There's that whole the like clone squid thing. Yeah. That's going to happen like there's just there's so much content. There's just really good attention to detail. I love that every title card gets a little bloodier. Every, yeah, every episode. that was actually really nice. It was a really good tie-in. Um, yeah, all of the, the interpersonal relationships with the characters was interesting and unique. And uh, yeah, I just... Such a fucking good show. Watch it, guys. It's It's so good. Because um, as much as we've kind of given spoilers here, we have barely covered what There's all so happens. much more in that show that you know. Yeah. As far as adult animation goes, that show is up there with like BoJack Horseman kind of thing. It's, yes. It's just so well done. Which I actually just started watching BoJack Horseman. 
Uh, for the first time? So I've tried watching it a few different times and I always stop it around like episode two or three and I think I'm in season two now. So yeah, it's my, my first full watch through because I was never depressed enough to like want <sighs> to sit through and watch it. Yeah, good luck. It's it's a rough show. Yeah, no, I've heard. Um, which also, complete tangent, but I've been meaning to ask you, have you watched the show Tuca and Birdie? Oh, Christ, not you too. I love um, that show. <laughs> I've tried. That's I've fair. tried to watch that show a couple times. Yeah. And it's just, I don't see the appeal. That's fair. See, I I really appreciated it because it, uh, especially in later episodes, it gets real deep. Um, real, Does it? Oh, it hurts. I I have not sobbed at a show like one of the episodes of Tuca and Birdie uh, in a long time. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, all right, maybe I'll keep trying it again. Yeah, it, it's one of those like I can definitely see that it isn't everybody's cup of tea, uh, particularly with the characters. Um, but yeah, I I really enjoy it. It just it yeah, another show that's getting a new season. So, oh, is it? Uh, yeah, all right, fine. Network. Maybe I will try that. But um, anyways, uh, sorry for that. Going tangent. back to uh, superheroes, we do have to talk about uh, Emily Blunt. Yes, she did in fact respond to the Fantastic Four rumors of her casting, and uh, she shut that down. Pretty she shut it down super hard. Yeah. Saying, quote, I don't know if superhero movies are for me. Uh, she went on to say that she doesn't believe that superhero movies are beneath her by any means, um, but that they just aren't really her cup of tea. She doesn't think she'd fit well in a superhero movie. Uh, but she also hasn't been asked. Now, I'm not calling her a liar. But I'm not calling her a truther either. <laughs> um, I feel like she has been talked to about it. Probably. I feel the same way about John Krasinski. Probably. Um, but she's trying to keep things real hush-hush right now because we have absolutely zero news on Fantastic Four so far. Yeah. Um, and they can't go revealing stuff like that. I mean, it hasn't even started filming. They, I don't think they even have a script ready for it yet. No. But John Krasinski and Emily Bunt, who are married, by the way. Uh, so cute. They've been fan cast as uh, Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Woman, which I think seeing from everything that they've done before, like John Krasinski and Blunt, Emily Blunt, they're, they're fantastic in everything that they've done. Yep. No, absolutely incredible. Um, and Krasinski has had a much more upbeat response to some of the rumors. Uh, quote, I love those movies because they're fun, but I also think they're really well done. I have no idea what Marvel executives are thinking, but if they're considering me for Mr. Fantastic, continue to consider me because I would love it. End quote. So who knows? I think that's enough to give it to him right there. Yeah, give just, just give it to him. We don't necessarily have to have Emily Blunt then as Sue Storm, but I'm, I'm down for John Krasinski to be. That being said, don't just give him the role. Let him direct. Let him write. Because yeah. we've seen uh, by, by him showing off in um, A Quiet Place that he can do it. Oh, yeah. And he can do it well. Really well. That will be exciting. We'll see in the next couple months where all this goes. And, uh, God, hopefully. Yeah. We'll keep you updated as that news comes in. Um, as that news comes in and as we get more news, especially on, uh, oh, God, the Venom trailer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you start with this one. I thought it looked pretty interesting. Um but at the same time, I'm really kind of holding my breath. I know that the first Venom movie wasn't where a lot of people really wanted it to be. I actually didn't watch it, um, which I don't even know why I didn't, but I just didn't. Uh, and it, it definitely looks like it's going to be perhaps a little bit darker. But yeah, there. Uh, I want I want to see more. 
but I don't know if I do. Like, I'm just going to come out and say, I want to see less, honestly. That tree looked like garbage. Yeah. It just hit. Oh, boy. There was a lot going on in it, and none of it felt good at all. Yeah. It seemed like they were trying to, to lean a little bit too much in the laughs. Yeah, especially at the beginning. Yeah, and then, like, it's almost like they're trying to make him kind of more like Deadpool to a point. But, like, they don't have the people to pull it off like Deadpool. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. And it, I love Woody Harrelson, and I'm excited to see him in this role. I don't want to see what the 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 company is going to do to this movie. Yeah, it's also directed by Andy Serkis, which I'm a little confused by. Um, it is? Yeah. For those who, who might not be familiar but may know the name, he played Gollum in The Lord of the Rings. Um, but yeah, Andy Serkis is the director. It's he also, uh, just in case you guys only recognize him from Marvel movies, he played Claw in uh, yes. Black Panther. Yeah, he played Claw in Black Panther. I mean, he's been in everything. He's an incredible actor, yeah. um, especially in kind of the more CGI characters, things like that. Um, but I don't, I don't know about his directing. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen anything directed by him, but I, I'm open to the idea. I am very open to the idea because I love Andy Serkis in general. Yeah, and this is actually, it seems, his first big... Oh, his directorial debut? Kind of, He's done a couple other smaller projects. Uh, Mowgli, Legend of the Jungle, The Ruins of Empires, which is a TV movie. Um, Breathe. It also kind of looks like a lower film. It's a biography drama. Weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, this seems to be like his big, his big one. Um, we'll see how it goes. I want it to be good. I really do, but I'm not expecting much from it. Yeah, I, I, I think it'll be a blockbustery movie. It comes out September 24th of this year. No, well, that seems weird, but okay. Yeah, right. Like, why? And what? I mean, with uh, I mean, um, okay. So I, I understand. I understand why it would come out around then because they wanted to have a good theatrical release, and they're giving it time, or they're giving everyone else time to get their vaccines and get their shit in order, mm -hmm. so that they can you know go out and watch it in a theater. But late September. But it just feels <laughs> weird. Yeah, we'll see. Well, I don't know. I'm not holding my breath, but I'll ultimately end up watching it, I'm sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm going to watch it. Um, hopefully it ties in well with whatever Spider-Man they're doing with Sony, because Sony Sony just doesn't have a good track record with uh, Spider-Man movies no. and, um, I guess, Spider-based properties. Well, and I believe Tom Hardy as well came out to say that like Spider-Man does not exist really. It, it, he will not be making any appearances on In Venom. Uh, it's very separate, apparently. But I don't. I don't know how that works. <laughs> oh boy, I hate that. I'm really. Uh, <laughs> like, how? What? Um, how? It just. It doesn't seem like it's really well thought out. No, it doesn't. But it's coming out. So it's certainly going to be a thing that exists soon. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> And a little bit more uplifting, uh, trying to get characters into series. Margot Robbie has really been pushing to try to get Poison Ivy onto the screen. Um, she's doing her best to try to get it, uh, her back in the movies. I was really hoping when I initially saw Birds of Prey that like maybe she'd have a small cameo or something like that, but nothing. They do not seem to be wanting to get Ivy back into the story. But yeah, she's chewing the ear off. Uh, she says they must be sick of hearing it, but I'm like, Poison Ivy, Poison Ivy, come on, let's do it. Well, they need to. Yeah, they do. Honestly. And it, one thing that I really appreciate is Margot seems to be very supportive of their kind of more romantic relationship too, because yeah. they, they were dating in the comics, like 
they have this really great relationship. The Harley Quinn show as well kind of covers on that, um, which that is a fun watch if you haven't watched it. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll see her soon. Cause, um, yeah, I, I'm really, I, I would be excited to see her. I think that she would be a great addition. Uh, I still have to watch Birds of Prey, so I don't know how that movie turned out. Um, it's fun. I'm hearing a lot of people liked it, but uh, box office uh, says otherwise. But who do we trust with that kind of thing? That's bullshit anyways. Um, who would you want to see cast as Poison Ivy? Ooh, that is a great question. I have to think on it a little bit. Um, what about you? Do you have any? William Shatner. Yes. No, Willem Dafoe. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh no! I just imagined him in like the the, <laughs> the one piece that she wears, and yes. oh boy, <laughs> I did not like any of that. There we go. Just typecast him in right now. It's gonna be his new go-to roles. Just little or. body suits. <laughs> Jeez, no. The more you say, the worse it gets. What's yep. his name? Um, oh, my good gracious. The He's from uh, Always Sunny. How do I forget Danny his name? Danny DeVito? Yes, Danny DeVito is Poison Ivy. Yes. That would be even better. Oh, gosh. I was uh, scrolling through Instagram today, and I follow Rob McGillahenney and... Um, I follow pretty much everybody on there. He posted a photo of Danny DeVito as he's like all oiled up from crawling out of the couch from, I want to say it's like season three. Yeah. He's just naked on the ground, oiled up with no hair. It's just, it's, Oh God, that show. I hate all of that so much. I love that show so much. I do have to watch that show still. You haven't watched it? No. So the first co- the first couple seasons are definitely uh, rough in today's times, but like it's still a lot of it still holds up. There's some definite episodes that I'm like, eh, I'll skip that one. I don't I don't need to watch it. But uh, yeah, the fact that they they got away with saying uh, the c word. I'm not gonna say it for our listeners if you don't like it. Uh, on TV was just like. Fuck yes, I love this. It's so good. They got away with saying chivalry? Yes, they did. Oh, that's crazy. I know, I don't know how (laughs) they got it through the censors, but they did. Um, Okay, but like for real though. Yes. Like on a serious note, as far as casting for uh, Poison Ivy, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of good uh, choices out there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's part of I me would, that wants almost like an unknown, like to someone new. Yes, that or either, uh, oh my goodness, what's her name, Zendaya? Ooh. Or Aquafina. That would be fun. I feel like Aquafina is just, just enough of a fool that it, it would be funny, but she could also do a little more serious. Yeah. And I think she'd play off Robbie well, too. Yeah. So. Oh, God. But, like, Zendaya's proven herself multiple times. She is an incredible actress. She's fantastic. Just everything she does is just superb. And she's already dipped into, like, the superhero universes as it is, so. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if they'd let her do both Marvel and DC. Oh, you're not wrong about that. That sounds like a conflict of interest kind of thing. Yeah. But Aquafina hasn't, so she's still there. Aquafina has not. Um, wait, no, wrong. Never mind. She's in the new. Uh, she's in the new Marvel movie. She's in Shang Chi and the uh, Legend of the Ten Rings. Yes. Shit. All right. Uh, back to the drawing board on yeah. that one. Well, you are not going to have a successful career as a casting director. You're not wrong, and I'm mad about it. Okay, <laughs> like I'm trying real hard out here. You, it's your lifelong dream that I just crushed. It is. <laughs> God, how could you? <laughs> Easy. Uh, but seriously, did you do you have anyone yet? Uh, 
That's you just, think about it? I don't know. That's It's really difficult because, like, again, there's part of me that I just want an unknown or somebody that, like, is just going to be completely unexpected. And I don't know who I want that to be. Because it has to be somebody that ties in well with all the other players. Queen Latifah. Perfect. Center on. No, I'm still just stuck. Actually, I would like to see Queen Latifah do something like in a superhero movie. I think she'd play a great villain, honestly. Yeah, I think so. She would. Ooh, now, now I just want to see that. I want to, I want to see her in like a DC movie. That yeah. Let's go. I mean, we've already got what was that Viola Davis? Yes, Viola um, Davis is in the Suicide Squad. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. she's fantastic, even though yes. we don't see her much in that movie. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to see her more in the new movie. Yeah, speaking of Suicide Squad, just like as a little thing, um, director James Gunn has stated that almost everyone in the Suicide Squad, and I say almost in quotes because that's exactly what he said, yep. will be dying. Yep. Almost everyone. Almost everyone. I'm excited to see who survives this one. It'll probably just be like Harley, and that'll probably be it. <laughs> yeah. Because mm. uh, I wish they hadn't taken out uh, Jared Leto's pieces in the original Suicide Squad. That movie was doomed from the start because of how quick they wrote it and yeah, how much they forced that movie. But yeah, Jared Leto deserved uh, way better in that movie. Um, yeah, I feel. I feel like them, them being DC, uh, just are not DC. Uh, WB are just actively trying to ruin these movies. Yeah, like I just I don't get it, and the fact that they are so anti Snyder cut. Like at least he's done something. His movies are progressively getting better. They are. Like I know, I know people have had issues with him and the DC movies in this iteration but like the justice league movie was really good <laughs> you got the, the snyder cut like uh, i don't know it sounded like you were laughing at it and i was like hold on i'm sincere out here when we're talking about the justice league movie i love that movie yeah no 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 it, it was really good like i'd watch it again i've recommended it to people like so the fact that we're not getting more of that is really upsetting and it just kind of shows the WB does not know what the fuck they're doing. Get your shit together, WB. No, you're absolutely right. Um, that being said, at a recent like a Q&A viewing of the Justice League, Zack Snyder was there and like was talking and answering the questions that fans had and whatnot. Um, he pulled up a video, not a video, a picture of this guy in full... Green Lantern costume mm-hmm. uh, that was supposed to be in the movie, they cast an actor named Wayne T. Carr to play Green Lantern in that movie and then just cut the entire thing. Oh, why? Uh, because that's what WB does. Oh, God. Get your shit together, WB. And, like, the picture that they have of it are actually going to go and uh, tweet it right now on um on our Instagram or our Twitter. But the picture that they have of it is a picture of Zack Snyder holding the phone up so that people can take a look. So the picture is not really super clear, but you can see that he looks good in this movie. I'm actually literally going and tweeting it right now into our uh, Twitter. Oh, that's not what I wanted to do at all. What is going on, computer? Please fix. Please work. I'm just, I feel like they've gone and are just purposely ruining these movies. Yeah. It's like they don't want them to succeed. It's like they don't want them to succeed at all. And I just don't get it. Why wouldn't you want this to succeed? Why wouldn't you want it's this to It's basically like a money-generating machine at that point. Yeah, like... Just take a hint from Marvel and get on that cash cow. Come on, guys. It's not that difficult. But it is when you're uh, run by a bunch of fools. Fools. All of them. 
Um, all right, cool. So I just went and retweeted it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. So you did see that. Okay. God, they should have, they should have kept him in there and they should have kept that movie as good as it was. Cause it was fantastic. Yeah, no, it really, it looks so good. But speaking of Wayne T. Carr being cast, um, we actually have new news on a movie, a little movie. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of it called knives out Two. It's supposed to be coming out or something like that. They're casting for that movie right now. And they just released a, Good amount of information for what I'm hearing. I want you to take this one, Ida. Yeah, so um, if you haven't seen the original movie, Knives Out, super great. Go watch it. Lots of fun uh, murder mystery kind of thing. Really, really phenomenal. Um, This is going to be following the same detective, which is, again, going to be Daniel Craig in this new installment. Uh, some of the cast that have been released are Dave Batista, Janelle Monet, and Edward Norton, and then just recently signed on as well. So then we have Catherine Hahn, who is everybody's secret weapon and a project to make it fantastic. So I'm really excited. Uh, I know that they haven't really announced much of what's going to be happening in the story, uh, but that really should kind of be left hidden and uh, unknown because it's a mystery so yeah but i think it's really going to be good production is set to start this summer filming in greece and uh we'll get you a little bit more information as it comes out as it comes out of course always you can check our twitter or instagram because that's where we really post all the stuff that you know when it breaks we are working on getting a better way of getting that information out to you as soon as it breaks, but uh, just mm-hmm. just bear with us for a little bit longer. We really appreciate it. <laughs> we really do appreciate it, but uh, another thing that we really do appreciate is uh, Adult Swim yes. finally giving money and funding uh, movies that should have been made a while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are getting three original films from Adult Swim, one for Venture Bros. Uh-huh. One for Aqua Teen Hunger Force, which already had a movie, which was fantastic. Love that movie. And we are hopefully, uh, hopefully it'll be a final wrap up of what everything that was going on. But we are getting a Metalocalypse movie. I loved that series so much. And it was doing so well. And then, and then Adult Swim was like, yeah, pull it. That's it. And they left it on a fucking cliffhanger. So we finally get some answers. Uh, we needed answers, and it's been, I don't know how many years at this point, but people, like, like we're finally getting answers for exactly what is going on, and, like, they, they led it up to so many good things that were supposed to happen. Like, if you haven't watched that series, definitely go watch it. I think it's on HBO Max right now, and there's only, like, three or four seasons and they're like 15 minute episodes each. So you can sit down for a little bit and watch all of them. It's brutal. It's funny. It's great music. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, yeah, I'm just excited to see what they do because I've been waiting for a new Metalocalypse movie for a long time. I've been, I'm still madly in love with Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Uh, if you haven't seen that original movie, please do. Andrew WK is in it. And so is, um, the drummer for Rush, Neil Peart. Uh, rest in peace, Neil Peart. Oh, yeah. He was phenomenal. Yeah, it's such a good movie. Such a fun drummer. Anyways, yeah. I think that's really all that we have for you guys today. Um, yeah, thank you for listening to another episode. Can't believe it's already, what, episode seven? Episode seven, look at us going. We're doing it, guys. We're almost to double yeah. digits. <laughs> We are right there. We are doing fantastic. We are having a lot of fun with it. Um, I, I can't thank you guys enough. We can't thank you guys enough yeah. for just continually supporting and listening. And it really means a lot to us more than you could, you guys know. Um, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve. Hopefully soon we'll be able to, uh, to get it done. Uh-huh. Just give us some time and uh, we'll hopefully be seeing you guys on more platforms. That being said, um, I need a five second advice from Matt and go. Making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and ran out of peanut butter. Why not try toothpaste?
I'm sure you said something. I hope you said something. Um, that was really insightful, Matt. Thank you. Don't mention it. Yes. Uh, you did so good. I, uh, thank you, Matt. I just said, don't um, mention it. Thank you, Ida, for <laughs> sitting with me while we just uh, discuss this. I, thank you. I, it's such a good time every time. Yeah, it's it's so much fun. I, I really appreciate you uh, bringing me on, and thank you so much for creating this awesome podcast and I'm loving doing it. Just everything that you do, like everything you do, Hogan, you're just so wonderful. And I really appreciate you. Thank you. I really do appreciate hearing that. I mean, I know I'm the best. I'm humble too. Um, (laughs) (laughs) anyways, it's been real guys. It's been real fun. It's been real rad. It's been real cool. Uh, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks and we'll, Talk then. If you have anything that you guys want to discuss with us, please send us an email, shoot us a tweet, talk to us on Instagram because we seem to be yep. most active over there. Uh, we love you guys. Have a good week, a good weekend. Do whatever you're going to do. And and most of all, be good to each other. Love you guys. Okay, bye. bye.